fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Awesome possum. It's Saturday, December 18th, 2010, episode 44 of the Hot Box. It is. How is it going today? Good? Oh, yeah. Did I just ask you that? Got a special guest (laughs) in studio tonight. Two of them, kind of. Just one we'll be speaking with today. Hi. Jimmy One Green Thumb. What's going on, man? Not a lot. How are you, Matt? I'm well. How are you? Doing very well. Awesome. Sandy? Hi, Jimmy. Hi. (laughs) <laughs> so what's what what the hell's been going on? We watched before the show, we watched a little uh what what would you call that? A little special news report? Yeah, that marijuana what was like it? A marijuana half hour, USA? Yeah, it was called Marijuana USA. It was like a little half hour like investigative report. Is that what investigative reporting has turned into? Because that's embarrassing. Well, the girl, yeah, she knew nothing. How many, how many, how much bud are you going to get off of that plant, would you say? How many pounds of marijuana will you get off of that plant? How, how many, many times, times will, will it bud? bud? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, oh no. But you know, that's like the perfect like symbol for uninformed you know that's most people they don't know that kind of stuff yeah, that's the majority of people unfortunately wouldn't you agree jimmy it's like tomatoes we just keep picking them right that's right <laughs> right the plant stays there and we just go out and cut a couple buds off right. of it now and then and they'll grow more dry it in the sun like a grape or not a grape <laughs> <laughs> my dad used to say <laughs> that he would go into the bathroom and just shit money so I kind of, it's kind of like that, right? Right. It just keeps coming every morning. There's more money. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, exactly. Talking to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I will speak for her if she has things to so, say. So, it's snowing outside. You have again risked life and limb, all, both of you, for coming here tonight. Uh-huh. To speak with us. I know. Um, 406-204-4687 if you want to call. We got some friends down at KushCon just having a good old time, huh? Boy, they're partying while we're working. Are they? What's up with that? Is, did they save up vacation days? Is this their vacation? <laughs> so lots, lots, and lots has been happening since we last talked to her. What's that? It's a joint. Nice. With blueberry paper, which mm. I just love. It's a good paper. I'm sorry. I personally, okay, I love hemp papers. And, you know, all those other papers are great. But flavored papers for me, I think, are like the greatest. They Good just stuff. add that little extra when you hit it. Get that little taste on your lips. It's just so good on your lips. But so, that's just my own, my own, you know. Is uh, Do you want to start off with... <laughs> I'm not even going to read what that says in the wave, <laughs> but... <laughs> our good friend back in the news. Just keep it on top of things. I wish we had as much press as he gets. Like, uh, not the negative stuff, but just... As a number, like how many times I he's know. been in the paper, regardless of what for. Yeah, I'm just glad I don't have the jail time he's been <laughs> Right, going right. To. Definitely don't, don't because want that. Because that's, yeah. And see, I wouldn't, oh, his stupidity just dumbfounds me. At some point in time, don't you think there's like somebody in his life that goes, Jason, Jason, dude, come on. 
seriously. It, You've got to tone it if down. If you have at least one friend, that friend is going to c- come up to you and be like, whoa, you need to like slow your roll and reassess where your life is going. Right. But, he but no one's done that for him. That. No. I almost feel bad. Like Somebody should take one where for the is, team and do that. Where are his parents? His parents should be the ones. Where are they? Someone should get a hold of them. You they, know, I've listened to him in Helena, and it's almost like he works for the opposition. Do you think I, I he's think a he's plant? Really on the <laughs> other side. A plant. Is he a mole? Hold on. Did, so. did you guys hear what I did? A plant. A plant. Good pun. Thank Good you. Pun. Golf Thank clap. You. Proud of that. Okay. Um, so... You know, he. You know, he is close to that. He is. I would agree. He he does seem to have the mole mentality, and it. But it's stuff like this, though, that you can't. You can't buy that kind of stupid. <laughs> you can't. Could you train that? Like, is that years of like deep undercover CIA training, like black ops I shit? I don't know what this is. This is a hemorrhoid growing into his brain. <laughs> I think that's what oh, this man. is. Okay, so Jason Christ, as the as this story would like to point out, perhaps Montana's best known medical marijuana proponent. Best known or worst known? Probably worst. Worst known, right? Yeah. Um. Anyways, faces an accusation of felony intimidation in connection with an alleged bomb threat at the Verizon store on South Reserve Street in August. Justin Fan says infamous. <laughs> That's a good word. The complaint filed in Missoula County District Court this week marks Christmas recent involvement in a long interaction with the legal system. Yay, thank you. Law enforcement authorities searched his Montana Caregivers Network offices last month, and he was charged with disorderly conduct, a misdemeanor, after an outburst at a car repair shop last summer. Remember his temper Yeah, I remember that. Ah, yeah, yeah. You didn't my car right. Why can't I smoke pot in here? You can't take away my rights. I think he actually cried at that point. He did. I and then he said was... his hemorrhoid hurt, lit his pipe. They told him to stop. <laughs> Then he got arrested. All right. Huh. He's entangled in lawsuits with medical marijuana competitors, and three former employees are suing him for wrongful termination. But this is the first felony complaint in Missoula County against Chris, whose traveling cannabis caravans mm-hmm. became infamous for mm-hmm. providing doctor recommendations for medical marijuana to hundreds of patients within a few hours. Two of the Verizon store employees got a restraining order against him following the August 18th incident after calling police to report that Chris had threatened to bomb the store if he didn't get to speak to a manager. <laughs> okay, hold on. So, if at some point, if at any point in your life, your cell phone company gets a restraining order against <laughs> you, like you, that, that needs to be a serious wake-up call. You know what he reminds me of? You're not liked. Of? Your phone company? Really? What are you doing? I, that blows my mind. Like, I don't even ever talk to my phone company. They have a restraining order against you? <laughs> like, that means you're not even allowed to go in there. Like, you, you have to get a new phone company at that point. Well, and the fact that he threatened to bomb the store if he didn't talk to a manager, it, that Isn't makes... that the second bomb threat he's done? Was it? Um, well, I he... thought he did one in Michigan. No, that was a fake one that somebody else did to get them to stop from going there. It was okay. this whole, like, no, not in our town thing. So, it reminds me, though, of, you know those uh, 
Those reports of people who get angry at like fast food restaurants and they call 911 from yeah, like, the yeah. window. They're like, they won't <laughs> give me my cheeseburger. Send the cops down here to tell them to give me my cheeseburger. That's what I that's paid like. for a Big Mac and they gave me some chicken McNuggets, man. That's some old bullshit. He said he can't do nothing else to help me. I called 911. I love those, right? dude. Those are the best. Who who goes to that extreme over right. something? They I mean, just walk seriously. away, right? I've gotten angry, but I've never threatened to blow anybody up. So their face. with a bomb threat, though, like that's at that point, you're saying blowing up stuff is more accepted than whatever this pot caravan was going to do in your town in Michigan. Like you'd rather threaten a bomb exploding than have that happen there. Like yeah. that's kind of crazy if you yeah. think about it. Well, and see, Chris, I, I don't think he has an off button and it drives me insane. Like, he's one of those people that I envision, like, okay, I, I've known people in my life where when they start talking, like, you can handle it for a couple minutes, and then you start thinking, like, while they're talking about how many times you might be able to pop them in the face while they keep going, <laughs> yeah. right? <coughs> he's one of those people. Mm -hmm. Like, I seriously think that if I were to engage in a conversation with him, I would probably end up hitting him in the face. And I just don't do that during conversation. No, Heidi was I right to... I converse with many people, and I don't hit them. But he's one of those people I don't think I could hold back, because he, he does so many annoying things. Heidi was right to make, make me promise her that I wouldn't talk to him <laughs> or anything. I did take a picture of him, though, from, like, across the room. Oh, the sad him. face clown He picture. looks so... It's such a great picture. It's on, uh, it's on the TwitPic account, if you go to the site, but... I it's was lucky enough picture. to get approached by him and Helen and asked if I could smoke with him. Oh, really? Did you? No. Because oh, everyone was kindly asked not to smoke on, you know, right there in front of the hotel. Did he pull out and the And we all respected pipe? that. Like, we no, all went. but he acted as if it was an honor for me to come smoke with him out of the leprechaun pipe. Did he know you? Like, do you know? Do you, no. Are you guys buddies? No. Oh, yeah. We're good buddies. We go way back. <laughs> way back. Way back. Did you go to high school with him? How old he had is hemorrhoids. he? How old is that guy? <laughs> I think he's like 30. Yeah, I think That's he's... That's it? He's like my age? I think he is like yeah, our age. Man. Ah. Uh, Your phone company has a restraining order against you. Like, well, that... and see, okay. <sighs> he, he makes the situation worse and worse and worse. But, okay? And you can't like connect that crazy to right. the medical marijuana industry, please. Well, but it is because of what he does and who he is. Right. So you can't. You have to stop doing that. Police went to the store and interviewed a manager who was visibly shaken. And they also <laughs> looked at notes taken by the employee who received Chris' call, according to an affidavit in the case. What does visibly shaken look like? Can, can you show me visibly no. shaken? No. No? No. I don't okay. I don't do stuff like that on commission. Is it like <laughs> like that? Is that visibly that, shaken or is that surprised or scared? Okay. Visibly shaken I think would Just be like... more of the like quiet trembly yes. <laughs> Looking for a bomb, you know, that kind of thing. There could be a bomb anywhere at any time. But see that's the thing about crazy people is you don't know. Yeah. You never know. What if his hemorrhoid is a bomb? Whoa. What if it explodes and you got some oh, of that dude, on that would you? be a mess. On Ew. your, like, if you got it on your face. Ew. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh. Just imagine that. Okay, with us. I'm a, oh. Anyways. 
Shortly after police left, Chris allegedly called the store again, but this time the conversation was recorded. Chris' first audible words, according to the transcript, were, Are you white, black, Hispanic, or what? So I know to call you racial slurs. (laughs) So I can know to call you racial slurs. What race are you? Hate crime, isn't it? What race are you so that I may better slur you racially? (laughs) I mean, at least he had the courtesy to ask and didn't just assume by the tone of the caller's voice or something. I. I guess. Well, ah, I. It just dumbfounds me. I. I can't even. I can't even think of any way to explain how insane this conversation is. Can we hear? Is there a recording of probably, it? Probably, but I don't even know where you would look. Well, they well, they have Google kind of it, a, a transcript, but after I want to hear um, like his, the tone yeah. of his voice. It, yeah, with a you should do it. Find it and then put that sad face picture up in the background <laughs> while it's playing. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, after a brief back and forth as to whether the employee's ethnicity mattered, Chris complained <laughs> that he bought four phones for his company and spent more than $3,000 getting service, well, which he tried to cancel twice in the previous two days because he was disfati- dissatisfied, or as he put it, because I bleeping hate this service. Oh, just wait, it gets better. Twice during the conversation, Chris said he was disabled. He and disabled. He, he has uh. said in the past he uses copious amounts of <coughs> medical marijuana to relieve the pain of hemorrhoids. What is that even irrelevant, Your and Honor? Objection. Crohn's Irrelevance. <laughs> okay, if you have Crohn's disease and hemorrhoids, shouldn't you maybe put them in different order what is either of that afflicted with what does i just leave hemorrhoids out of it completely what does either of those things who have to do with your phone right, company well who in their right mind goes around telling people they have hemorrhoids though other than your doctor your phone who company you converse, i would never ever think to tell anybody i smoke marijuana i've to been take care of my hemorrhoids i've been waiting on hold for so long and i've been sitting this whole time and my hemorrhoid is killing you and i'll tell you what i've been smoking pot copious amounts of pot <laughs> to deal with my hemorrhoid. Oh yeah, and there's a bomb in your building. <laughs> Click. <laughs> That's pretty uh, much, yeah, he's about that smart. Right about there. Um. Yeah, is can cannabis even be prescribed for hemorrhoids? Like, is that, is that on the list? It, is it's that painful. Pain? I, I think it's chronic pain. Well, yeah, they're painful, so it but just... um, I know a bunch of people who've had hemorrhoids, <laughs> and not once. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you've ever given birth, <laughs> hello? <laughs> but I mean, honestly, who in their right mind sits down with their doctor and goes, dude, I've got these hemorrhoids. I think marijuana is seriously going to take care of it. Right, you meekly go to the grocery store by your preparation age and Go home, Try you know. To take care of it behind the scenes. Spend a lot of time alone. Right? Oh, yeah, right? Twice during the conversation, Chris said, okay, anyways. But he also threatened to kick the bleep out of the store and break things and knock over computers and knock over stands. The bleep? <laughs> the bleep. Okay. I'm saying bleep because it says it's easier than saying expletive. Which is what they wrote. Expletive. Expletive. Expletive you. Expletive you. Expletive you. Yeah, just wait. Expletive you, you piece of expletive. 
He ended that particular outburst with, yes, bleep you, 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 you piece of bleep. One store employee told police that Chris was a problem customer and the manager described several... He was a what? Problem customer. A, an wow. expletive and problem customer. <laughs> the manager described several earlier incidents with Chris in which he was expletive. profane and difficult. Hmm. And she said he's always been agitated, but today he was threatening. There was a difference. Oh, he always. He's always been agitated. It's the hemorrhoids. With the with the your fo- if your phone company is giving you hemorrhoids, like get another <laughs> phone company, dude. I get like we're in Montana and that you don't have a lot of choice, but I mean, come on. Well, the saving grace for all of us. I is, have Verizon and I don't have hemorrhoids anymore. Well, and you haven't gotten a restraining order from them either. No, no, I don't believe you're also no. probably one of their better customers. Although I do think they bit. probably don't appreciate you schooling them. Probably not. <laughs> Um, she, she told the cool thing is like half of those people don't even work there anymore. Like they go through, they have such a high turnover rate. It doesn't they even do. matter. They do. Um, she told police she was worried Chris would come to the store with a gunner bomb. She and other store employee obtained protection orders naming Chris and police got a warrant for Chris phone records. The manager also hired a guard for two weeks, according to earlier court papers filed in connection with the incident. You got a guard, really? Yep. Well, they had to make sure it sticks, man. Chris called police a week later and told them he'd been in Great Falls when the call was made, suggesting that someone else had spoofed his phone. Uh But police determined the call was made from his phone in Great Falls, you Dumbass. Hmm. In wow, early they got GPS in them. I know, right? <laughs> They'll never know where I was. Did he even use a fake voice? Probably no. <laughs> Probably no. Uh, they'll never know it was me. Yeah, right. I'll just say it was somebody else. I was in Great Falls. I was sleeping. I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> In earlier interviews with the Missoulian, Chris attributed the complaint to the fact that the store manager was a close friend to one of his rivals in the medical marijuana business. Please. Why do you always have to bring it back to that? Please bring it back to that. Can I tell you what this has to do with the medical marijuana industry in a negative manner? Can I tell you? Yeah. Yeah. He was He's, friends with my rival. This is exactly like that guy, Devin. <laughs> Yeah. It's pronounced Devon. Yeah. From that place I used to work at. Uh It's everybody else's fault but mine. Uh Uh-huh. And let me show you how it links back to medical marijuana. Please. Please do. He did not respond Thursday to a call from the Missoulian seeking comment. Or the hot box. (laughs) Or ever. (laughs) Chris faces two count. Remember when that guy was in the chat pretending to be Jason? (laughs) Yeah. I kind of wish that would have been him. I like to think that Jason has his own Justin.TV account. And that he watches us. Well, no, just that. I hope that he he does and that that he cries a little bit. I hope that he's sitting there right now smoking, scratching his hemorrhoid, going, Why? Why are they making fun of me? It really bothered me. Verizon's not nice. You should stop because we're going to have to get a restraining order against him too pretty soon. (laughs) 
Chris faces two counts of intimidation, a felony that carries a penalty of 10 years in prison, and a $50,000 fine, and a misdemeanor count of privacy and communications, punishable by six months in jail and a $500 fine. He was ordered to appear in Missoula County Justice Court on January 3rd. Sorry, my cat looks like it's dead. Do you see that? Yes, I do. It's awesome. Okay. So. So. Well, good luck in jail. jail. Oh, fantastic. Well, at least his hemorrhoids will save him. Have we seen the last of this? Uh, This petty annoyance? No. No. Lady shaking her head negative. You Ghost never Rider. see Jimmy, the last no? of a no. petty annoyance. Do you th- what? They, they shut down teleclinics, and he's still doing teleclinics. Is he gonna? Well, then rack up this the freaking charges. Don't go away. He won't. <laughs> but if can he do that from behind bars though? He's like another little fairy in this town. Will he? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, will he? I think I saw him. Oh. Will he yeah. get put in jail? Do you think, or will he get out of this somehow? Well, this is different. This is not medical marijuana related, so this is something that's going to be far worse. Will he worse do for time him. for faking bomb threats, though? Like, oh yeah, well, he'll plead insanity and then and then get off. Th- somebody else will scream nine eleven and he'll go to jail. Hmm. You don't make bomb threats and get away with that right now. That's true. And he has affidavits and restraining orders from people. They hired a guard. <laughs> Yeah, can we can we see you a Jason Christ and get Mark Emery? Like, can we do a trade? Yeah. Can we do a trade? That'd be so awesome. Hey, that'd be a great deal. That'd be it a good deal, be. right? But I don't think they'd go for it. Really? Bunch of dickheads. So what's next for us, well, uh, Sandy? Ba-dum-bum. Did Jimmy? I just got a picture of one of our friends dancing with a robot at KushCon. Dancing with a robot or doing the robot? (laughs) Is the robot doing a robot? No. Oh, man. If I had a robot suit, I'd cut a mean robot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) oh, geez. KushCon is going on right now, and we know people that are there, and it's so sad because I'm jealous, but... But... We're here representing Looking the patients. Yeah. That's right. I have patience. It's fine. I'll wait. <laughs> Next year. Next year. Next year. We'll start planning now. We'll just apparently, do. Apparently, we probably won't be going to anything in Amsterdam now that they're passing all those <laughs> laws and stuff. We could go to Portugal, dude. Dude. Portugal. <laughs> Do you, you know what's on my bucket list? That says that everything is legal there and now <laughs> shooting up heroin in Portugal. That's one of the last things on my bucket list. I was oh, smart geez. to put that last. I was thinking. <laughs> oh, Ordered no. it in things least likely well, to most likely to kill me. The last time we'll see Matt is right before his trip to Portugal. No, I, it sounds really nice over there right now. It's, it I would is like to, a very loving, caring environment. Can you imagine that show? We'd be doing a show to like a bunch of people just sitting in the crowd, smoking pot, doing cocaine and heroin, and just like being crazy. That's yeah, so awesome. Kind of, yeah. Next year, Hotbox Con. Screw Kush Con. We'll, yeah. we'll do our own. We'll do our own. We don't need Kush Con. <laughs> What's that, a magazine? Who reads magazines? Magazines are dumb. If you're not online, forget it. Can I say that? So what's next for us, Sandy? <laughs> um, 
so really, it's this not is a why magazine. this is why the jam this is why the jam hole can't get like any advertising deals <laughs> we have such great listenership but no one will touch us <laughs> which is fine Anyways. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what do you have for us, Sandy? Do you want to load that for me, Matt? Absolutely. And I'll talk about Arizona really quick. Oh, absolutely. So Arizona, right, they have um, medical marijuana now. And Good job, they Arizona. have started to release all of their regulations really and everything. Skipping around. And they figured it out, huh? Yes, I do skip around like that nice. a little bit. Thanks. Just because it's in the wave in a certain order doesn't mean it's how I talk about it. Okay. It's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Arizona, they've got, you know. Are they getting it more right than New Jersey no. is? Oh, they're, I don't know if, I don't know what they're doing. Um. The state has no plans to regulate the strength or quality of medical marijuana sold at newly voter-authorized dispensaries when they start opening next year. That's good, because that's what New Jersey wanted to do. They wanted to say all of your THC has to be 10% well, or less, but I it didn't pass. I think there should be certain regulations. I don't. I, I think there should be certain regulations to make sure that crap isn't getting out there. It, you should but say then at least say that it, yeah, it, a certain percentage, but, but don't put a roof on that. it. I, or then I'll just don't do say anything at all, and it'll regulate itself. Because well, are you yeah. going to go and well, buy the I pot mean, that's it's, less it's or good more? That they're not doing it because of what New Jersey was doing. Granted, New Jersey, you know, saying it can't be over this much. Like right here, but, I have I have three jars in front of me now. Did I load the stuff that I think is going to be the most potent or the least? See, it. I think it would just regulate itself that yeah. way. Because people always want the good stuff. Are you ever like? I'll take the crappy Mexican pot. I've I don't Never. Ha- I don't know where Mexican pot is exactly. <laughs> Honestly, you always go for the good stuff, so that's how it can regulate yeah, itself. There, we so, just solved your problem. Okay. You're welcome. The top state health official says buyers of medical marijuana should know when the plant was grown, whether pesticides were used, and even how often it was watered, but not its potency. The Department of Health Services is crafting rules for regulating distribution of medical marijuana once the new law takes effect in March. And if you want to be at the top of that game, you should be getting your stuff tested. Well, yeah, Just exactly. so you know, and you can put well, it on there. testing is a really good idea, because right. then you're able to actually say, look, I know what is exactly. this is good for, and how it helps you. See, going above and beyond the regulation. That is really caring. You're welcome. Yep. Um... We've got some basic labeling requirements, State Health Director Will Humble said, but we haven't gone that extra step to require an analysis to determine exactly how much THC is in every single piece of inventory, and I doubt that we're going to go there. THC is tetrahydrocannabinol, the psychoactive ingredient in marijuana. Da, da, Did da, you da, keep da, da. the lighter? Yes. <laughs> Humble said even if he wanted the state in the business, there are too many variables even among the same strains of marijuana, such as how the plants were grown, to make such analysis worthwhile. Items included in the proposed rules, which are now being circulated for public comment, include requirements for how often a doctor needs to have seen a patient before being able to recommend marijuana. A mandate that each dispensary have a medical director on staff to educate patients and answer questions. Security requirements for cultivation sites. Identification requirements for buyers. Humble said the rules will also specify the only place patients can light up to medicate themselves is 
pretty much in the privacy of their homes or yards. Smoking on a sidewalk or in a public park, places where cigarettes are permitted, will be off limits. And if someone needs medication in the middle of the day, the prohibition applies to the smoking of marijuana, Humble said, noting that some community members may object to smoking in public areas, particularly with children around. So it's the act of smoking that they don't like? Right. Why is well, that? it's the smoking of the marijuana that they don't like. Because it's pretty wicked smell and all that. Well, I can see that, though, like in public places, maybe they, okay. go sit in your car or something. But ha- Who all has seen Reefer Madness? Have you seen Reefer yeah. Madness? Yeah. Have you have seen Reefer Madness, here. Parts Jimmy? of it. Okay, I have because I I have the DVD like the old black and white yeah. OG version. I had right? I got that dot X vid of that. Yeah, <laughs> and that that's what they think everybody's like when they smoke marijuana. Like all like no, the people. Oh, there's no one left alive now that still believes that. Oh no, no, they do. Really? Oh yeah. 2010, the end of oh, 2010, yeah. going into a very. Um, you saw the Safe Community Safe Kids videos, right? Yeah, but they law they don't know what they're talking about. Uh, those people is, are cr- we don't listen okay, to those Jimmy, people. Okay, Jimmy, Helena. Wow. Okay, what do what do you think? Do you think that they think that we are all crazy when we smoke? A lot of them do. Yeah. Can you it, just show still, them then, like, real quick? out of our little group of people, you'd really be, it's like, wow. Can you just show them, though, real quick? Like, look, we're normal. Well, look at Irv. He's been smoking <laughs> for mean, 28 years. Yeah. He's done interviews well, yeah, where he smoked the Irv entire time. And so good. he's, you know, he's perfect. How can you argue with that? Well, yeah, but I he mean. He handles millions of dollars every day. But then you have people like Jason, who they talk about how they smoke constantly, and then they do crazy crap. Like and that's who they the talk Verizon. about in the media. Well, exactly. So we have white people that are serial killers. That doesn't mean like all of us are serial killers. That's stupid. We have white people that bomb buildings. We have uh, brown, I'm going to say, brown people that bomb buildings also. That well, doesn't mean like... Yeah, I'm just saying like it... That's know. silly. That's silly logic. You pe- that's silly. They, they they think Is it like a big population though? Is it like a lot of people? Like does it matter? Does it matter that they're They the there's no way I think we're ever going to change how they see anything with this until really? just people finally start They should go see it, the Neutron movie. They're the good old boys. The good old boys. Right. All right, I thought they were all like dying. They're going to think that. And then there's even people that we went to school with that think that marijuana is responsible for killing people. <laughs> nuh That it's one of the most addictive substances that there is. nuh Yeah, because that's what they're, they're really? told to believe. Who told them that? Uh, the rehab centers they got thrown into when they were 12 or 13 years old. Hmm. The parents who made sure that they didn't have really any experience growing up with, you know friends or going out well that's and sad that. and that's i attribute that to poor parenting then. you know i have no problem at nothing all with to do people. with pot i have no problem at all with people who don't smoke or with people who are even you know if you don't approve of recreational marijuana use i that's fine okay let sick people use it yeah at the very least that's fine. I'll 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 give it up for my conditions if it means at least cancer and AIDS patients and these people who are dying 
and that are seriously sick can use it. Some of the places here have have that. You go in and it says we do not prescribe medical cannabis for anything except AIDS and cancer. That's it's like that South Park episode where Randy's like cancer, all right, and he just microwaves his nuts until he got cancer, and then everybody did it. You don't want that, do you? Are people no. that really that that silly and No, that's just when you go black market. Hmm. Yeah, I would do that way before I would microwave my nuts to get cancer. Uh, you and most other human definitely. men. That's why it happened in a cartoon. Well, right, but <laughs> people are just as silly. Yeah. Oh, I know. As as long as humans are involved in anything, something will always go wrong with it. That's just going to happen. There's no way around it. It's all about the dollar. Uh, that's what it comes down to, yeah. It's always about that. And as much as people say that they don't believe in that and that they aren't working for the money, a lot of people out there, their actions show otherwise. You can't don't think about it. You can't pay your rent with a smile. No, I've tried. It doesn't <laughs> work. I mean, if, if you have extra time, you can, you know. Even being all like cute about it doesn't work. Yeah. No. I mean, if you, you go money. down that road too far and it turns into like something like prostitution or something then Ooh. you got to be careful that's a whole different it's a slippery slope no 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 see ed um, bland says i smoke all the time and i sure don't show it and even after the wreck <laughs> coma and brain damage this is just another reason i want to speak at helena see and i think people like that are definitely helpful that you know they can go there and be like look at me well, exactly. That's exactly what they need to see. Because honestly, I mean, when people look at someone like me, they don't think that anything's really wrong. So there's no right. reason for me to smoke. Anybody right? like 40 and under, basically. Right. Unless you're really like outwardly messed and, up. And as much as, you know, I can sit there and tell them the different medical conditions that I have and the different reasons why marijuana does help me. They're not necessarily going to believe that because I'm a young person. That's right. Yes, caller, live on the hotbox. What's up? Hey, Matt and Sandy, this is James, your medical cannabis. We're over here to the portal at KushCon. How you guys doing tonight? Hey, hey what's James. up, dude? How's KushCon, man? How's the robot? Uh, I don't know if I'm in um, Denver, Denver Dam, Amsterdam. I'm not quite sure where I'm at right now, guys, because the medical scene's <laughs> quite lacking up down here. Really? Really? That's oh, oh, yeah, it's more like uh, black market pushed indoors. What's well, cool, I guess. <laughs> I mean, is it working? Is anyone getting arrested or anything? No, I haven't seen anybody arrested. Well, that's cool. Are people, yeah, are people lighting up there and just blazing, like, all over the place? Like, who cares? Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, it's more all, like buy and rent home. It's all hush hush at the Kushcon, huh? Yeah, it's kind of hush hush at the Kushcon, you know. Hmm. Yeah, but is it just so? What is it? Just a bunch of people that are all trying to compete for sales and show off. Oh uh, yeah, they do? Kind, of, kind of Sandy. Definitely. Um, you don't see much of the nutrient industry here. No real light salesmen. Um, it's more just products, clothing, um, really pushing the culture side. 
Really? So let me. Uh, how how has the local Colorado pot been? Have you sampled any? Oh yes, I've definitely sampled some of their fine. Their uh, um, I won't call it fine. It won't compete with the strawberry, of course. <laughs> but, um, they have some. They have some nice things here, but it does not compete with what we're doing at home, guys. Nothing like uh, what we got here. Glad to hear we're showing up, Colorado. Huh? That's good to know. Hey, I would sooner get home back to the good old Montana Mets than uh, be smoking the Colorado so-called finest. Hell yeah. yeah. So, hey, what's the coolest thing that you've seen since you've been there? The go- the Growbot trailer, for sure. What's that? Oh, um, it's a portable trailer you hook up behind a truck. Air conditioning, cool lighting system, ebb and flow slash drip tables. Really? The tables are actually on hydraulics so that you don't have to raise or lower your lights. It's pretty neat setup, guys. I mean, total mobile. That's cool. How's What's the price tag on something like that? Uh, we don't even want to talk about that. Oh, man. <laughs> I figured. Of course. So, will you be driving... But I have, entered, I have entered for the drawing on several occasions, but, <laughs> you know, my luck... Yeah, right. We- well, if James comes peeling into town driving like he stole it, he probably did. Hell yeah, man! So, so have we learned anything? James, go ahead, Jimmy. So, so have we learned anything useful and educational at Kushcon, or are we just on vacation? Oh, we have learned several things that are educational and useful, Jimmy. And Dude, number one is, James, we do not want our legislature to follow the Colorado law, boys. James? <laughs> James? Yes? Did we get conned? <laughs> yeah, we got conned, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So what what do you mean by that? We don't they're not doing uh well with the the legislation side of it or what what do you mean? Are they is okay, it, you know what's happening here? Is they're changing the law on them so much that I don't think they know what's legit and what's not legit within the dispensaries. I mean, up in Montana we see interaction with our caregivers and our patients to the point we know what they need, what they want. Right um, here, it's more like walking in and buying a pack of cigarettes in a convenience store. That's how how the patients treated in the store. Really? Well, I I mean, yeah, does that I've work? I've hit a lot of dispensaries just to see what's going on. I've watched clones sold with mites on them. Whoa! Um, I've seen some weird you know, things down here, gentlemen and lady. Mites, huh? Yeah. Yeah, mites. That's no good. Yeah. No, no good at all. Huh? So we definitely want to we want to stick with what we're doing up here, huh? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So Let's say you, that again. Yeah, 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 how's, yeah, yeah. How's Irv? Irv is great. How does Irv um, I feel? I think he would like to get back, you know, to Florida and get away from the cold weather and all. But otherwise, Irv's having a good time. It seems. How does he feel about all of their uh, their direction being more culture based? Um, disappointment, but I don't want to put um, words in Irv's mouth for him. Yeah, true, you know, true. If you guys have cell number, maybe you would like to give him a call. He's sitting inside at the convention right now. Oh, and yeah? I'm outside meditating, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> hey, have you seen the marijuana radio people out of curiosity? 
Um, in brief passing. Okay, are we cooler than them? <laughs> <laughs> Don't turn this into a cheesy population con- popularity I'm not contest. Okay. On a scale of zero to five stars. You guys are six, and they're like a two and a half. Yay! <laughs> awesome. They're big, though. They are way big. Oh, they're big because they got some population behind them. It's okay. Yeah. But hey, at least, smart at least, at least we don't have the taste of stale cock in our mouth. Oh. <laughs> and I, I feel better about well, that. At least you guys are on smoking mics. That's right. True story. Oh, man. Could you imagine that? No. Oh, that's Ew. that's just... What do they say about that, James, when you're like, hey, I'm oh, not... Oh, okay. This is the best part. I'm in the dispensary, right? Not in. Jimmy will attest for my personality on this one. <laughs> you know, I, I want the clone be sold, and I couldn't help myself. You know, I'm like, did you just sell a clone with mics all over it to the whole shop? I just oh. screamed it out. Gardner actually says to me, you, you won't believe this. Oh. Any big garden's got mites in it. Whoa. What? what? Nuh-uh, dude. Yeah, very good. We got some sloppy growing down here in Colorado. That's sad. Wow. Well, I guess whatever works for you, but I'm glad I'm well, not smoking mites. Denver anyway. No, I've only had a few dispensaries on the outskirts, and I will say, you know, uh, give a little props to the Blueberry Twist people. They got a serious, serious shop going. They know their stuff. They, right they could answer questions that no one else could answer. You know, I've been dropping the science on them, you know, guys, the endocannabinoid system. People look at me like, who is this guy? I don't even know what he's talking about. Hell yeah. Got to educate those fools. You know, so. Well, and yep, I know, definitely, definitely. I know James, and he can definitely talk circles around people when it comes to growing. So I'm sure you've probably Aww. you've probably silenced you, a Andy. few people. <laughs> I don't know. I might be a little bit brash for some of the people around here, but that's okay, right? Nuh-uh. Not Nuh-uh. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell yeah, man. Uh, James, how is the yes. life? The wife is doing good, doing good. She should be home tomorrow. Good. Right on. So, well, yeah, we will. Anything else? We're doing really well. I've been talking to her a few times a day, you know, um, keeping tabs. Uh, they finally got her fever under control, and she should be home tomorrow. Good. Well, anything yeah. else you want to report on? That's my question. How's the weather up there? It's freaking snowing, dude. It's cold as crap. Oh, it sucks. I mean, we love it. Yeah. Yay, snow. It's it's the right spring here. Hurry back. (laughs) Bring some of that spring with you. But hey, don't when you come back, don't bring any mites with you. Leave them there. I'm standing outside the Hyatt right now. Got a pimping in my shoes. No snow in sight. Good night. (laughs) All right, dude. Have a good time. I'll let you guys go. Um... Have a great show, all right, guys? We'll see you next week. All right, man. All righty. Have a safe trip back. Hey, Jimmy, I do have a lot of educational material for you, so it'll be all hyper to get it. You won't like me for a while. (laughs) You'll have to come on the show when you get back and talk about it with us. I found you some really cool techie shit, man, so you'll love it. Awesome. All right, dude. Well, have a safe trip back. I'm going to be calling you guys, so see you later. Awesome. Later. 
Wait, who's going to be roving reporter James from Kushcon in Colorado. I know. You, what do you mean he got Kushconned? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, yes, caller. Live on the hotbox. What's up? What do you mean, yes, caller? You know my number, don't you? No. Oh, how are you? I know many numbers. What's up, Heidi? <laughs> Well, having a grand time, but a sad time. Yeah? Rather disturbed by what's happening down here. What's happening down there? Tell us. Well, you know, the West is known for its gunslingers. Lower downtown Denver has turned into a bunch of wheat slingers, and that's how they base their law. Huh. Uh-oh. There's no patient care in their law. Are people... They're weed slingers. Everywhere you go, everybody's slinging weed. They that's... don't know what they're doing. That's what we've heard. And there's mites in everything. What's up with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's bugs. They're smoking bugs. Who knows? They're probably smoking mold, too. Ugh. And then I've heard about powdery mildew. Yeah. And it's, the thing that's funny is the population demographics down here, 70% of the seventy percent of the demographic of the patient population down here is male and 30% is female. Really? So when it comes time to go out and visit the dispensaries, okay, the guys get in to go look at the weed. The women don't get to look at shit. <laughs> I have not been taken into but maybe two dispensaries to let me look at any cannabis. Yeah. Wow. They'll let the guys in to look all day long. That sounds they can like go look Iraq. at whatever they want. <laughs> Did you have to cover up when you went in there? Did I have to cover up? You mean <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, you know how I dress. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so are you having a good time otherwise? Well, yeah, it's uh, cement floor, you know, long days. So would you say that that they're starting to gear everything towards more of the big business money side of it instead of taking care of In Colorado, it's strictly, they base their law strictly on what's happening in lower downtown Denver. It's nothing to do with the extra, the outlying area agriculture. There's no agriculture involved whatsoever. And the outlying guys are, are... Basic, their, their law is based on Lower Downtown Denver. Well, if you've ever been in Lower Downtown Denver, Lower Downtown Denver has 2 million people in it, twice the population of Montana. Yeah. Okay? So that's how they base their law. So now when we look at our caregivers, our small caregivers here in the state, and I, I, my caregiver is a small caregiver. Caregivers bring a lot to the table, especially a small one. Okay? They bring a lot to the table in patient care. In Colorado, if you're a small caregiver, you're screwed. They're working to get rid of you. And there's no middle ground. There's no middle caregivers. It's small or huge. That's it. The small ones are the ones where you find the good patient care. The huge ones are your weed slingers. That's just, it's sad that that's, that's how they're going to go there, you know, with their population. Does it just have to be that way because there's so many people and there's not enough people doing it or what? Well, no, it doesn't have to well, be Well, what's happened way. is they've changed their law so many times. Right. Okay. They change their law like every six months. Whoa. And so nobody knows what the hell they're doing either. Yeah. There's so some y- people still run on the law from six months ago, and there's still, <clears throat> then there's people running on the law they haven't even enacted yet. So do you just sell pot and hope you don't get arrested? Basically. Huh. How's, uh, how's Irv doing? The way it had it described to me is people pulling up in the back alley with a shopping cart and hauling bales. <laughs> <laughs> The good you know, old days. I haven't seen that personally, but I've had it described to me that way. Yeah. Well, 
Denver is kind of a crazy place. I lived there for a little while. No, actually, Denver is pretty laid back. This There's is, a cool what's race right, scene there. I'm talking to the other vendors. When There's I lived California there. people here, and the California people are going, "Wow, Denver's Denver's a lot better than we are. We're crazy out of control." So California's even more screwed up. Well, again, though, California has more people than even Denver. Well, so. but California right. also has less But that's the problem. Well, right. It's all about THC. They don't know about CBD. I mean, we've got Project CBD here with Sarah Russo. Right. And, and people don't even know who she is. Yeah, that's sad. So are we that's schooling them? Sad. That's a huge component of our medicine. So are they impressed with what Montana's doing and what Montana knows, or do they just not care either way? Oh, people speak very highly of Montana. Yeah, very yeah, highly. And every night when we close, we all hug and do the big old group hug. And Montana is awesome every sure. night. Nice, so that I, they can all hear us. I heard our and they, bud, all, uh, they all respect us. I heard the Montana, and Montana people are the best dressed people here. <laughs> That's cool. Besides Irv, I'm sure. They represent, they're polite, they hold doors for people, they talk to the event staff, be sure everything's going okay. <laughs> yeah, event staff gives us t-shirts. Who's that talking to you there? Oh, James showed up. Oh, oh nice. We're medicating outside the Hyatt at Christmas in Denver. <laughs> nice. Aww. It's uh, decriminalized in downtown Denver, so you can actually smoke in public in downtown Denver. Well, good for them. Jason Chris should move well, there. <laughs> he's here. He would love it. Of course he is. He's here and he's driving back across Wyoming. Hint, hint to any law enforcement listening to this show. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, jeez. He's driving across the state of Wyoming. We so are getting boys. Is we, he supposed to be doing that? Probably not. We were just not. talking about him getting charged with he didn't fly. <laughs> Awesome. Well, so, he hides. So his have, staff hangs out in the booth, and he's off doing a sneaky shit someplace. So. so have you been speaking down there and all that, or what? Oh, no. No, just oh, hanging no. out? Oh, no. If he went to speak, the whole Montana people would be there shaking their heads and going, don't listen to that dumbass. <laughs> no, you I was talking about. Have you, have you been speaking down there? Oh, no, but Irvin spoke, and he announced Medical Cannabis Solutions when he did. Oh, cool. So that was really neat. And then after the end of that, Cheryl Schumann introduced me and uh, Jessica Sweeney, or Jennifer Sweeney. Was the, the crowd good? Were, hey, are, are they streaming live? In the medical cannabis industry. Were they streaming live? So that was kind of cool. Hmm? What's that? Were they streaming live? Oh, God, no. They aren't smart enough to do anything like that. And they don't even care about their speakers. You should see the speaking booth. It was all drowned out by the music. Really? Yeah. Sounds like just a big oh, old party. They didn't plan. I'll tell you what. The MLGA Symposium rocked. We even sold more books. For nice. Irvin at the MMGA Symposium than wow. here. And more raffle tickets. We have not even paid for our motel rooms or nothing. Hmm. Nice. So, you're welcome, Montana. We're fighting. How We're is, going to the mat. How <laughs> is Irv doing? Oh, he's doing really good. He's doing really good. Um, he it, This whole thing just makes him that much happier and prouder to be working with Montana and Montana people, and that's who he chooses to surround himself with. Good. So... Yeah. Well, right on. Well, he knows his walk in the medical line, and those are the people who are praised, and that's where we go. You know, he went out and cruised a couple vendor booths. We we can't even stand to go out and walk through the other vendor booths because it's just disgusting. I mean, it's so not medical. It's just culture, culture, culture. Well, maybe that's what. No, it is a lifestyle towards. conference. I do have to say that. But you know what? 
they're 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 shaming our medicine. Yeah, they're shaming the plant. They're pulling a crist. Well, they're just going after it through like a, just a real pure legalization aspect for everybody. They're not respecting then. it for the true right thing, the true beautiful thing that it is. The medicinal value. It's just, yeah. Well, maybe if we do that... I mean, Ed Rosenthal doesn't know what to think about me, because when he walks by the booth, I don't jump up and down and go, Hail God! The, I'll do that when he brings CBDs back in and, and quits having cannabis cups. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's not about the medicine. Yeah. Cannabis cups are not about the medicine. It's about the biggest bud and the most THC to bleep you up. So there, I bleep myself. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's good. We as as Montana can do one half, and they can do the other half. And between you know everybody, will just well, you know, there's room for everybody to work together. But everybody's got to start thinking on the same page and try to be a little bit respectful, you know, and and think about what your actions are doing. That's the biggest thing. They don't even have a clue how their actions are affecting other patients and other. There are other patients in other states who will never, ever see cannabis as medicine, and they're going to die because of behavior that happens here tonight. Yeah, and that's very sad. Because it's being published nationally, and we all look like idiots. And these other states go, we don't want that here. Are you out of your mind? Right. It's like Burning Man 24-7. What what state would want that? I don't know about that, but... You know, I mean, that's just, that's where it's at, so... We've all just really got to keep walking proud and represent. Montana really is a shining star. We have to get that through to our legislators. But we can't let them over-regulate us either. We still have to be able to give, be given the room to uh, have our science and take care of our patients the way that we need to, at the limits that we need to, and be free to be trusted and trust our doctors. Let us certify them. Let us give them the AMA credits and the CNA credits from the American Medical Association. You know, give us all that stuff and let us do it. Let Montana do it right and show the nation how to do it right. Because right now we can and we are. Don't take it away from us and make us behave like this. If they're going to make us behave like this, I want to move to a different planet because that's just stupid. And we're supposed to be an educated society. Damn right. That's where I'm at with that, guys. (laughs) Right on. Well, thanks for the call, Heidi. Thank you, Heidi. Well, you guys, I love each and every one of you so much, and thank you so much for this podcast. And, oh, my God, Matt, when I have enough money, I'm going to pay for the goddamn server. <laughs> you guys rock. How awesome Montana would that be? is awesome. Hell, yeah. And and we're just awesome. Yes, we are. So, well, thank you for representing us the best way. Well, you guys, thank you for representing, too. And everybody out there listening, thank you for representing and being Montana. Because I'll tell you what, anything else sucks. Don't go there. Don't even do it. Don't even dance that dance. It's ugly. You heard it first here, people. Everywhere else sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can smoke in front of the Hyatt. Big deal. I do it anyway. (laughs) It's not called the Hyatt for nothing. (laughs) Good pun. Yeah, the high Christmas is nice. You know, awesome. good massage. I'm not going to deny that, but... We'll have a safe trip home. It's all the... Yeah, we will. We're flying home Monday night, so... Awesome. Alrighty, well, have fun, or try to have fun the rest hey, of the time. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. Everybody wants to say Merry Christmas. You know what? 
no, that's giving Kush Magazine a little bit too much. And I think they might have done some damage over these past three days. <laughs> you think? They've done a lot of money to do some damage. <laughs> you know, I think he had the right idea in heart, but not controlled, and he didn't focus on what he should have. The music was more important than the medicine. Uh-oh. So that's a sad deal. Well, that's so, what it was billed as, was, you know, a big party, basically. Did you see their website? Yeah, I guess that's what you got to do to get the people there. But you know what? If you're really serious about the industry and you really want to work it, work this plant, you pay it forward and you help other people. You yeah. don't re- fill your pockets at the expense of patients. So, exactly. Heidi. Yeah. I asked our last caller, I'll ask you, did we get conned? <laughs> Did we get conned? Did we get conned? <laughs> Define that question. I don't understand what you're asking me. I don't know. Did we get conned? <laughs> oh, by going to KushCon? <laughs> uh, well, I think it's been a great networking experience. All the all-stars have been here. Who do we got um, representing us down there? Things nationally about what's going on with I our business. So there's that stuff that's very positive. But as far as an event, we definitely got conned. Nice. Definitely. Two you know, there, two. you got to look at glass half full. I'm always an optimist. But as far as industry standard wise, we got conned and we got hurt. Well, hey, we'll take care and of the medical thing uh, up here in Montana. Yeah, well, you got to walk down through these hallways. You can't even... Uh, the booths are just amazing. It's, it's not about medicine at hey, all. Hey, bring, bring me back something cool that's not mites. <laughs> Where's the photos? I don't even know if I'm going to risk that unless I can catch up with my family at Grosvenor State because I know they're agriculture people and they're bug-free. Hell yeah. So, Heidi, where's the photos? Oh, well, Sam Salazar with Marijuana 411 was taking a bunch, so he should be getting them posted. Go look on Marijuana 411. Get them linked up. I have not got to sit down at the computer because I've been on my feet What's his for name? 14 hours a day. Ken? Marijuana 411. Sam Salazar with Nico oh. Hester Perez. Nico here. I got to meet Nico. How is she? Thank you. Uh, beautiful and very frustrated with the industry. <laughs> yeah actually very pissed off. She's tired of being used and abused, and I don't blame her. Yeah. She should come visit Montana. Yeah, she should, and she's going to. Yay. Someday. Yay. Next summer, I want to bring her family there for a vacation to get away and just have fun and go visit Montana. Well, 2011, we're, we're going to do lots of great things. Lots, yes. lots of great Pardon things. Me? We're doing lots of great things in 2011. There's going to be. Everybody. And we're going to show them how it's done, and we're going to do it right. And we're all going to fight on the hill and have a safe, strong message, and just we're going to kick some ass because we are awesome, and we have a great representation of people down here who have met and seen the exact same thing. So they can hear from more than one person who has come down here what is going on. I mean, even Rose from Cannab Analysis came down. We had Rose Habib here from Missoula. Uh, Logan cool. showed up from Zoo Mountain Natural Care. Uh-huh. Uh, even Mark Higgins was here from Montana, but down in Billings, believe it or not. Mark was here. He didn't mm-hmm. hang out as much, but he was here. <laughs> and uh, then, you know, of course, the Montana Medical Growers Association is here with Jim Gary. And Jeannie came down, too. And Kaylin Lang is here with me. Kaylin, you guys all know, Kaylin is my Montana Connect sales manager now, and I now have a Colorado sales team, too. Nice. Yeah, so, he's on those videos that are up on the YouTube I hope it won't be a one-woman show for much longer. 
Because I'm about worn thin. And then when they read my chakras today, it blew their minds. You know, I don't want to be the it blew one. Blew my t- mind too, but it was cool. Should I tell her? Uh-uh. No. Okay. Well, right on, Heidi. Um, <laughs> we'll see you when you get back. Miss you guys. Yeah, be safe. <laughs> Miss you. Be careful. Coming Have home. fun. Okay, All you right. guys do. Walk proud, warriors. Yeah, Educate. Yeah. Heidi, everyone. Fantastic. So, well, you know, I kind of, after hearing that, <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm torn. I'm kind of torn. Like, it it would be kind of cool to go to, like, a big pot party, because I'm into that. But, you know, I am kind of glad that I didn't, because... It sounds like it was just a big kind of, can I call it a fuck fest? <laughs> well, uh, you could probably call it something a lot. A hump fest? <laughs> Is that better? But I don't it's, know. It sounded like hump fest, basically. Well, yeah, I've been I mean, to hump fest. I could hump hear Cypress in the background yeah. and all that stuff. So, I mean, yeah, it, it sounds like a big party. See, they could have got me. I could have rapped. Me and Sean could have went. We could have rapped and streamed that whole thing live. Oh, man. Wow. That would have been a party. Tell you what. A party and a half. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's at least good to know that our industry is, well, that Montana is doing better than Colorado. Right. Because the only way it's really going to get legalized fully is through the medical route. So you got to do that and you got to do it right and you got to do it well. Uh, Otherwise, it's never going to happen. So. Are there any other stories we want to talk about before we wrap this thing up? Well, we're already wrapped. We Is that it? Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, Jimmy, thank you. It's been fun. Yes. Thank you for coming, Jimmy and wife. And, and wife, thank you. <laughs> Mrs. Green Thumb. Mrs. Yeah. Green Thumb. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh... That is it's amazing. been fun. Thank you guys for joining us in the chat live. Uh, every Tuesday and Saturday, you can do that. Hotboxpodcast.com slash live. Uh, you can email us, email us pictures and stuff like that of your whatever. Uh, info at hotboxpodcast.com. Leave a message for us, 6204-4687. Send us stories that you find, too, because I find them interesting, and sometimes you find ones I don't. Yeah, sometimes. Burger does all the time. Burger's awesome at that. That's because Burger, I think, is just on the computer a lot, so he, yeah, he yes. finds that stuff. But well, I appreciate you. it. Uh, yes, I'm going to regret that. Yes, caller. What's up? You're live on the hotbox. About to wrap up. What's up? This is, uh, this is Taylor, uh, Missoula Chapter Director of the Montana Medical Drugs Association, calling you live from uh, Denver, Colorado at Kushcon 2. Awesome. And uh, just calling to check in to see how you guys are doing back in Montana. Hey, we're doing well. We're mite-free and doing well. <laughs> yeah, mite-free and doing well. That's wonderful. That's more than I can say about uh, a lot of the places here in, in Colorado, my friend. That's what we've heard. <laughs> hey, did you did you, did you speak there like you did uh, up in Montana? Um, I have not spoken here, but I've made a lot of wonderful connections. Um, and it was really interesting to see, uh, you know, the different dispensaries and, and the way that the legislation has worked out here. Um, and, and what that's actually done to the dispensaries here. Um, basically, you know, from what I've seen so far is that uh, the new legislation and the way that things are working here, they took the ethical responsibility of the caregivers to really, truly care about their patients and know 
um, you know what they're doing and know you know their streams and know the cannabinoids and know all the things that in Montana we're very familiar with. Um, they took that ethical responsibility away from the caregivers, and now so now they're basically just retailers of cannabis, um, which you know as we all know is not you know quite what medical cannabis is all about. I mean we have not voted for. Um, you know, uh, a tax and regulate legalized type of situation, and that's kind of you know what this is. This is moves the situation more towards. Um, you know, it's just not something that I feel that would be sustainable to the people of the state of Montana. Um, just from my experience so far here. Yeah. Are they are they like cannabis convenience stores basically? Like, can you drive through and just get hooked up like cigarette stores here? Um, more or less. Um, the way that it works is that you choose a dispensary as your caregiver, but you do not have to go to that dispensary. You can purchase from any dispensary you like. So um, you can you can purchase two ounces. There's nothing that can stop you from purchasing two ounces uh, at one dispensary and then going right down the street and purchasing another two ounces from another dispensary right down the street. Um, so, you know, that that's that's a big problem, so, we think. So is there a limit on how much any one person can have on them at one time? Like, if you just keep going yeah, to, to dis- dispensary to dispensary and doing that, eventually you're going to be over your limit of what you personally can hold. So are people doing that and getting arrested or what? The point, though, is that how can you take care of people if you don't have one person that's responsible for... Right. You know, in Montana, I am responsible for this patient, so I take care of my medicine because I know they're only Mm going to come to me. In Colorado, I mean, they can just go anywhere. Who cares what kind of medicine It's a free and open market, basically. Absolutely, absolutely. So... And, and, and we feel that that's that's a problem. I mean, that's not that's not medical cannabis. That's not the caregiver does not have any relationship with their patient. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't good caregivers here, but the vast majority of the, of the dispensaries and, and and stores that we found here are basically just cannabis retailers. So, um, is it and, is it like that because that's what the people wanted? They just wanted a quick and easy solution, or has it evolved into that because of just how big the population is, or like what caused it? Well. In, in, in just the city of Denver alone, there are two million people. We all know that we only have a million people in the whole state of Montana. Right. Um, they they have they have ninety ninety five thousand people on their registry um, um, here in the state, and so you know. It, well, actually, no, it's, it's it's more than that. I'm sorry. Um, God, I cannot remember my figures now. I've been on my feet and See, talking to so many people all day. Somebody in our um, chat room is, they're saying that uh, Matt Cook's plan from the Department of Revenue, they're giving into the big business <laughs> side of it. So that could be what's what's kind of caused that. Right. It, it, it's all gone to the Department of Revenue. So so that means that, you know, this is, it's a money-driven thing now. Right. Okay? So you're a product of your own. things is that it's a greed sets in and, you know, money gets, you know, set aside for this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, we're, in Montana, we do not have tax like they have here. Okay? Right. So, you know, there's, 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 there's no sales tax in Montana. But we um, have a bigger, like, a property tax. It's a, yeah, it's a complete. It's a completely different ball of wax in, in in the state of Montana, and I I don't really feel that the the regulations and the the things that may or may not be working we'll still have yet to see here. But you know, from what I've seen so far, haven't been you know sustainable things. I think for for the people of the state of Colorado, and if we're looking to Colorado to to, to model our legislation off of, we have to understand that Montana is, is a vastly different state than Colorado is. 
It's more sparsely populated. It's far more rural. Um, we don't have the resources that, that, that Colorado has. We don't have the population. We don't have the money. Um, and so, you know, a, a lot of the regulations that, 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 that they have here in the state of Colorado, if they were to be applied directly as they are in the state of Colorado to Montana, my fear is that it would drive the black market, okay? It would drive the people who, who otherwise would, would be willing to comply and be legal back into a black market type of situation, which is counterproductive to everything that we're trying to do. Um, the, 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 the voters in Montana voted for a Compassionate Medical Marijuana Act, okay? From my experience after now coming to Colorado, I found that we have far fewer problems in our state than, than the media would like to make out, um, than, you know, than, than legislators may think that we have. Um, we're actually functioning pretty well right now in the state. Now, the, the, the problem is, is that, you know, our legislators feel that when people were in the voting booth and voting for Initiative 148, they were voting for a very, very limited number of people who are on their deathbed to be able to use cannabis as a medicine, okay? Now, we found that, that people have had an experience where they can use cannabis and not have to be on their deathbed and improve their quality of life, okay? And we're talking about people who have had, you know, chronic pain from injuries, people who suffer from multiple sclerosis. Um, you know, the new draft legislation that we had in the state of Montana says that if you're an HIV patient and you're asymptomatic, you do not qualify for the program. If you're a cancer patient and you're asymptomatic, you do not qualify for the program. Now, I have patients who have HIV and are asymptomatic, but they use the cannabis to counteract the effects of the medications that they take to keep them asymptomatic. Yeah. So that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Is that, is that being studied and, like, written, you know, documented so that it can be shown to them so that they can see? Uh, to, our, to our legislators? No, this is just they, they would like to severely restrict the amount of people that do qualify for the program in the state of Montana. Now, I... I just don't think that that's productive because what we're doing here is we have people who are willing to comply, people who are not criminals, but people who have had to be outlaws because of the way that, you know, that our laws are set up. Now, if these people are willing to comply and willing to put their name on a government list, that's, that's, you know, that's a huge thing. That takes a lot of courage. And I applaud all of the people who have, who have had the courage to be able to put their names on that list and become a part of this program. Now, what's going to happen if we get so restricted that those people can no longer become a part of the program? Do you really think that they're going to stop using cannabis? No. They're not. No. They're then going to become outlaws again. Okay? Now, we, now we're dealing with a, a larger law enforcement program when, when we have people who are willing to comply, who, who are not criminals, and who shouldn't be prosecuted. Um, in the city of Missoula, as a matter of fact, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, just this week um, there was a case and I'm not familiar with all the details of the case, but there was a case for um, some type of a marijuana in, in, uh, infraction, and as they were vetting jurors to, uh, to become part of the jury, uh, they could not find 12 people who were willing to convict. <laughs> so the case had to be completely thrown out. Um, exactly. I don't know if you guys heard that or not, but clearly the people in the state of Montana are, are speaking very, very loud and clear and saying, we do not want people going to jail for cannabis any longer. Yep. Okay, 79.1% of the people that live in House District 99, which is in Missoula, and that's not in the University District, voted for Initiative 148. Clearly, the people of the state of Montana want this. They don't want people to be going to jail for this. 
And so I, I really think that our legislators need to, you know, stand up and listen to that and, and listen to the will of the people. We have a very vocal but small minority right now in the state who disagree with this medical cannabis law on moral ground. Well, they're not the majority. They're just very loud and they're very well-funded. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, that's one of the big problems, I think, that we have right now. Right. And, uh, and of course, you know, albeit we do have a large state, we have a small population. And so there's the mentality that comes along with that, too, that these things are big city problems crawling into our small towns. Yeah, but we have to also use this as an example that every state should have their own thing going on. Well, and we want to be the example, and we want to be right. the standard. But and when states like well, the, Colorado... Well, the thing that's funny about that... The thing that's funny about that point that you're making is that um, in a government in a government survey, the statistics come out from the National Institutes of Drug Abuse. Um, Montanans uh, in in these government surveys that they put out use more cannabis per capita than any other state in the union, I believe, except for maybe Maine. Okay, so I think that we may be number two. That's an so that awesome statistic. That there, are, that, that there are large in in in, in southwestern Montana, which includes like Missoula area and whatever. 14% of the population in, in that area clearly admits to using cannabis on a regular basis, okay? And, that, and we're not talking about medical cannabis. We're talking about cannabis use in general. Now, if, if that were to follow through the whole state, it would mean that there's, there's regularly somewhere over 100,000 regular cannabis users in the state of Montana, of which now we have 27,000 on our registry, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the... I mean, that's a huge volume, you know? Yeah. So... It, it, it's really important for us to, to, to really understand what the citizens want and need and then provide for them. And legislators right now, I don't believe, are listening to the majority. What they're listening to is the things that they're being fed from the media and also the things that are uh, sensationalistic, you know, the things that are news and headlines grabbing. So, you know, and, and, and the majority of the people that are involved in our industry really want to do this the right way. They really do care about their patients. They really realize that this is a legitimate industry and one that's revitalizing the economy of Montana. And so, you know, it's important for our legislators to listen to the people. They're elected officials, and their 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 duties are to the people in the state of Montana, just as our duties are to our patients. How do you convince them, though? We have to do How studies do you and them? show I, there's them the evidence. Rub, right? There's the rub. That's 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 the problem. Um, I, after spending a week here in Colorado, I'm, I'm very, very afraid that, that what's going on here in Colorado will happen in Montana. And, and I don't want to see that happen. And, and it's because of the, the regulation and the increased things that have happened here and the different types of licensing and the way that it's all been gone about here that's kind of made it more of just marijuana retailers, you know, people that are not necessarily concerned about the care and the welfare of the patients. And I don't think that that's sustainable to the state of Montana. Right. We don't want it to be anywhere near that at all. We want to make sure that it's about the patients and the medicine and taking care of people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So uh, what kind of questions do you guys have for me about, uh, about Colorado? Well, what's the coolest thing you've seen since you've been down there? I mean, other than other than how disappointing they're they they I mean, do they have anything that might be beneficial for us? Like any 
anything at all? <laughs> anything at all, huh? <laughs> yeah, um, honestly, you're like the third or fourth person that's called in, and everyone's pretty much explained their trip, so I don't know. We were about yeah. to wrap up, but if there's anything else you want to mention about that, feel free. Now's the time. Well, you know, uh, no, I'm I'm still in the, in, the, in the mode where I'm kind of digesting everything that you know. I've had a a lot of uh, you know a lot of input into my little brain and, and and things here in the last week, and so I'm I'm in the mode right now where I'm kind of processing everything and and you know I'm I'll definitely be in touch with you guys once I get back to Montana. Maybe I'll call in and and we can you know discuss this further. But uh, right on, yeah, do that. It's shown me for sure that this is not what we want. Uh, for the state of Montana. I just don't think it's a sustainable solution for us at this point. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely, definitely would love to have you call in and we can, you know, get into a lot of different things, I think, after you've had a chance, especially to finish out the trip and kind of, you know, mull things over a little more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, your talk I'll be is... flying back to Missoula. I'll be flying back to Missoula on Monday and I will definitely be back in touch with you guys. Right Alrighty. on. Well... We do shows every Tuesday and Saturday, so whenever. Wonderful, wonderful. I missed your guys' uh, Mr. Guys's podcast on Tuesday. I was actually on a, a different radio station and uh, talking and, and you know spreading the good word and hopefully trying to educate people and change hearts and minds. So. Right on. That's what we're doing. Well, thank you. Cool, man. We'll have a safe yeah, thank trip. Thank you guys very much for having me on. Hell yeah. Thank you. Have a safe trip back. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Are we done? Uh-huh. I mean, like, should we... <laughs> yeah, we thank should you probably for calling in. Thank you everyone that's called in. Yes. And, uh and yeah. That's, it was very educational. And that's the show. Jimmy, thank you. Thank Jimmy, you. Thank again. You for me. Yes. Thank you everyone again, in the chat. Thanks, Matt. Uh Tuesdays, Saturdays. Email. Right. Call. Bye. Uh, uh bye. If you like you we, like this we, is where you where need you need to be. be. <laughs> If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the podcast.